you are totally awesome. Welcome to You're Totally Awesome, a podcast devoted to catching up with some of the amazing people around us and finding out what they've been up to lately. My name's Aaron, and uh, today we're joined by one of my oldest friends, if not oldest friend, uh, Adi Kamdar. Adi, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, it's good to be on your show. It's good to be on a video chat. Um, <laughs> fancy, fancy. <laughs> uh, so Adi's a, um, a, uh, an activist at the Electronic Frontier Foundation, which is, correct me if I'm wrong, abbreviated EFF. Yes. Um, yes. And, and I, can, I have a sense of what it's like, but um, do, can you just describe to the, to the listeners real quick or to the viewers um, what exactly EFF is and what it does? <laughs> It's funny that now the listeners are viewers. <laughs> yeah, I've um, that up. <laughs> um, I so so the EFF is a civil liberties organization that deals with um, issues around you know constitutional rights and free speech and privacy and you know similar issues uh, and the internet or and technology. Um, so anything that has to do with the intersection of law and technology for the most part um we are interested in um we're very much like a consumer yeah oh yeah it's it's quite a bit of stuff Uh, um we're a very like consumer-based organization so we we focus on uh consumer rights and the rights of the users okay that makes sense is that um so maybe like an obvious case was the um correct me if i'm wrong stuff that's related to um to sopa and pippa Yes. Yeah. So that was kind of one of our big moments of the year was the big SOPA PIPA pushback um, where we rallied millions of people to, you know, tell their congressmen that they don't want stupid laws to break the Internet. Can you do that? Can you break the Internet? <laughs> Didn't Al Gore invent it? Does he have like a fail switch? Thing? He, that, so part of the law was to force Al Gore, if anything goes wrong, to turn off the Internet and it would have just broken it. Right too then much and there. power. Too, you know what too I heard the other day, too? Al Gore got, well, not that the SAT is a measure of intelligence, but his, his score was lower than George Bush's. I, I found that fascinating. Hey, um, well. I don't know. Uh, he gave a really good uh, uh, movie talk when he put out that movie, so I believe yeah. stuff he says. Anyway, yeah. okay, getting a little off topic. Um, so you yourself... <laughs> You are a um, you are a self-described and also titled activist, right? Yes. yes. Um, that is uh, it's what it says on my business card. You have business cards? <laughs> I do. Very nice. Very nice. I well, think I have one, one here. You? Yeah, I'm up in my bed right now. But <laughs> you look like you uh, you've been up for a few hours. Um, I've been maybe awake for some time, but I haven't really been. You know, out of bed for <laughs> it's Sunday. At all, really, it's okay. <laughs> it's Sunday. Sunday. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. It's an excuse. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're an activist, um, and it's kind of a different. You know, when when you think activist, you think of um, you, you don't think of the internet. You don't think of technology necessarily. Um, what what has the activist role for you been at uh, at EFF? Yeah, so I guess like um, you know when you when you picture activists. It's mainly people, you know, on the street, uh, people, you know, barring access and blocking doors and picketing and, you know, yelling. Um, We don't really do that much of that, Um, although there is some taking to the streets uh, if certain things happen. Um, But 
For the most part, my role is to educate. Uh, my role is to educate people about why issues around, um, you know, free speech and privacy and the Internet are important. Um, you know, this is something that a lot of us use every day, um, all the time, and yet there's this entire, you know, industry behind it. There's this entire policy behind it that is messy and confusing and is easily abused. Um, so we're there to make sure people know what the good fight is and how to fight it. Right. And, and how do you guys do that? Is it the, uh, you guys aren't maybe on the streets like typical activists, um, but I'm guessing internet. Yeah. So, uh, one of the big things we do is blog. I mean, just like writing about it a lot. Um, you know, because EFF is a pretty well known organization, um, we're usually kind of the first line of contact for the press. Uh, we speak at a lot of conferences about these sorts of issues. Um, there's a lot of ways to get the information out there. And then we have, you know, an entirely separate action center when it comes to taking action about, um, you know, bad legislation or uh, whatever, you know, happening is going on. Um, so we, we, there's just a bunch of different ways to get people involved, um, whether that's, you know, telling them to call their congressman or write a letter in or, you know, publish their own blog posts or tell their story. Right. Right. Um, so it's a lot of just communicating with people in, in those kind of formats. Um, yeah. and, and what kind of success have you guys gotten with, um, with the organization? What are some of the big wins? Cause I know it's been around, like you were saying, it's been around for a little while. Um, yeah. Um, we, so we've been around for 22 years. Um, and, I, I just found this out yesterday, uh, last night at uh, this little work potluck that we had, that the rhyme going around the office is OMG WTF, Audi is as old as EFF. Um, it's kind of cute, <laughs> but uh, that's actually true. Um, I'm like just a few months older than the organization itself. So it's been around basically since, you know, the beginning of the World Wide Web. Um, and... You know, we, we've dealt with a lot of cases over the years, um, you know, from our earliest cases that basically established precedent that, you know, email should be treated like, you know, physical letters or that, like, you know, wiretapping in certain regards can't happen or, um, you know, various things related to intellectual property, various things related to, you know, how, you know, code is speech. Um, you know, we, we were the ones to That's set those thought. sorts of precedent. Yeah. yeah. So, and then, you know, more recent stuff like the SOPA PICPA victory or a few weeks ago, there was a cybersecurity bill that we helped kill in the Senate. So, you know, there's, there's a bunch of things that span the years that you kill, um, right. That we kill. We're killers. That's, I mean, that's, that's <laughs> really, like I, said, I think it's really important because there aren't that many people that necessarily look at tech and think, I want to go work on the, on the law side of the politics. When you think tech, you think I'm going to go work in, for a startup. You, I'm going to go work in, in the, like a, a Google and Apple, try to innovate and make like literally, you know, products. Whereas we need people like you to go protect the products they make and, and make them make it possible for them to continue to do that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of this hidden world um, that, you know, thankfully with the SOPA PIPA stuff kind of got a little more mainstream um, or people started, you know, realizing what, what the deal is. But, um, yeah, you know, we got to fight the good fight. We just need you guys to come out of the 
the woodworks and make you uh, more visible, get some more activity. <laughs> there you go. Too. Well, that's yeah. why I came on this podcast. So ah, our vodcast, like right? Our Isn't that the <laughs> all ten of them? Woo! And you already know perfect. my mom and dad. And it's going to be Yay. your mom and dad. It's going to be great. Yeah, perfect. Gondar. She probably won't watch I don't know why she'd waste her time with this. Anyways. <laughs> I'll send it to her. It'll be great. Perhaps. And she has an iPad and she can mess around there with that. There you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, so, so you in particular, um, what drew you to being an activist going down this line of, of work? Because you are a... Many, you are a man of many, many talents, dating back to when we were in kindergarten together. You were Please good at running. You stop. were good at soccer. Okay, okay. Ladies, <laughs> that was not true. Ooh. We can talk about that. I was not good at running. Kindergarten, that out there. Adi was a was a uh, was a Renaissance man. I would say. Okay, great, perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> I so I think what what drew me to this was. Um, you know, a bunch of different things. I, I had been exposed to a, kind of the tech law world through a di- number of different people, um, one of whom is my roommate, Parker, who went to high school with us, um, but also, you know, various teachers I've had over the years, um, and then various people I've been exposed to through uh, organizations like Students for Free Culture. Um, so basically, o- over time, I realized hey, this is something I'm interested in. This is something I like. am excited to learn more about. And this is something I care about um, that I think more people should care about. Um, and, you know, you kind of like develop a passion that way. Or you kind of find your little niche. Um, and I think it's, it's you know, it, it kind of goes to exploring how people become passionate about what they are passionate about. You know, this is something that not many people knew about. And I yeah. figured, hey, you know, why not? Yeah. Absolutely. I, I told you, I, I remember back in back in high school when you guys kind of discovered this stuff and it was you guys did an amazing job of even in, enlightening our, our high school, um, which, you know, is, is a small sample spot, sample size, excuse me. Um, but then, you know, you went off to, to New Haven, went off to Yale and it, it's amazing the, the impact you had on that campus, too. It sounds like you really were a big mover in the, in the free culture movement there. Am I, am I wrong in saying that? Um, so that yeah, I started up the the free culture group there and no big deal. Um, started. Uh, I guess I joined the board of uh, students for free culture afterwards, and you know, most recently we actually just had the election, so I'm no longer a board member. Um, passed the torch along. No, I didn't. I didn't run. I figured it was time to to move on. You know what? That makes sense. No longer a student. It's true. Always, I'm a student of of life. Yeah. Well put. So, well the put. T- tuition's a little cheaper. Um, <laughs> this is true. This is very true. Very true. Yeah, seriously. Um, and uh, and so you and then you decide to go into this line of work, and it's weird to call it work, but just like activism. Um, and uh, it's work. I promise. Oh, of course, of course. No, it, stop. You know what I mean. Uh, did uh, did tell tell me what Mrs. and Mr. Condor said. Tell me what. When you when you're explaining this, and, and much like because the reason I ask is much like other people when you're explaining it to them, like are they just kind of like the heck? Yes, um, it makes for interesting, you know, bar room conversations. Like, oh, hey, yeah, what do you do? Oh, I'm an activist. What? You know, I'm a civil liberties activist. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> what? Um, yeah. So it, it's. Uh, 
it's kind of funny. Um, you know, they've, they've been very supportive this whole time. Um, obviously, you know, telling someone you're going to be an activist, telling your parents you're going to be an activist is kind of a scary thing to do. Um, but I think they realized that not only am I passionate about this sort of stuff, but it's also a nice, uh, you know, it, it's an awesome place to work and it's a good, you know, role to be in at this stage in my life. Um, you know, who knows what the next step will be. Um, you know, if there is a next step, if I, you know, don't stick with this. Um, but there's a lot of, you know, different paths that this sort of thing opens up. Um, because basically what it is, is forcing yourself to understand these complex topics and then being able to relay them to normal people. Um, so I, which is, you know, I think an unbelievably crucial skill. Um, you know, it reminds me of, it reminds me of, um, science writing. Like I, I feel like there needs to be a lot more of those in the world because someone needs to, um, I don't know, dumb it down for, for us, I guess, <laughs> make it clear for us. Um, yeah. what's, what's, what's one project you're working on in particular right now with EFF? Um, so one project that's, that's taken up most of my time right now is called the open wireless movement. Um, and that should be launching, you know, somewhat soon, but what it is, is a movement to get people to open up their wireless networks. Um, so this doesn't mean necessarily, um, you know, nobody password protect your wireless, um, anymore, but it, it's basically, we're working on technologies to make, um, to make it so that people can take their wireless network portion off a little bit of it um, to be, you know, free and open to the public. And that's like bandwidth throttled and it's, you know, disconnected from the rest of your wireless. So your security is pretty safe. Um, but what it does is it, you know, allows people to have free wireless pretty much wherever they go right. or almost wherever they go. Um, and, you know, this is something where we've seen the, <laughs> Sorry. is your hot pocket ready? Yes. Um, <laughs> perfect. Um, you know me so well. Dude, some things never change. Uh, so, uh, um, I mean, like, we, we've seen the benefits of having free wireless at places like airports and cafes. Right. And, you know, it could serve as a, you know, reason for or, or an advertising thing for businesses right. or, you know, a reason for people to go to one cafe or another. But um, it's also just, you know, a, a public good issue. Um, you know, if people need to use the Internet they can use the internet and like that, that's may seem to be kind of, uh, silly or not necessary in the day of, or in the age of like, you know, 3g and 4g, right. um, networks, but it, it's also kind of a, a public good issue in the sense of it preserves uh, spectrum. So it, it's a more efficient use of spectrum, mm. um, wireless spectrum. So right. basically if a bunch of people are using 3g, as you probably know, if you've like been to a concert or anywhere with a lot of people, um, it clogs the system and yeah. this way, you know, you get a bunch of different nodes at a bunch of different places and you know, the wireless, uh, networking is much better. Right. Right. I feel like cities should just, wasn't there, there talk of just like putting towers or something in that? I feel like that's something like you said, a public good and most public goods or a lot of public goods are, are provided by the government. Well, again, maybe that's not the best best way to go given the condition of our um of our pristina government right now our well appointed um government but yeah. um but yeah that's a that's a really cool project and i think um i think a lot of people are going to be thanking you down the road especially students that have to get online to send something in at like 
I don't know, and they're not near internet. I think that's a yeah. good idea. I, I mean, like, hopefully, hopefully it makes an impact. I think it's a really cool project that can be disruptive, um, but disruptive in the best sense. Um, and, you know, there are a lot of, like, icky legal things around it that just, like, are archaic and don't really make sense. And, you know, people do want to open up the wireless networks. People do want to, you know, share their networks with people. And, you know, why not let them? Right, right. No, that makes sense. Um, and what exactly, are you guys just, like, informing people of, of those methods to do that uh, via blog posts and, and emails? Yeah, so we're, we're, we're actually creating a site, um, or it's pretty much done. Um, and we're working with a... What's that? I will definitely link it on the post. I, I, I got it. Great. Yep. It's openwireless.org. Um, it's not quite live yet, but we have a splash page. Um, but basically, uh, we're working with a bunch of other folks. Um, you know, it, we have a huge coalition, um, or a growing coalition. It's not huge quite yet. Um, but uh, what's, it's what's a bunch of people who are... Is there, is there like a, a number between growing and huge? Huge and growing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I, I, one is dynamic, while one is more, uh, you know, it's a static assertion. Like, like an ocean <laughs> versus a lake, kind of. It's like a... Uh, it's like a shark's mouth. Let's just end with that. Yeah, it's, 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 like, a, it's like a shark's mouth. Um, Got it. You know, full of, full of teeth. Yes. And... Anyway, uh, so we're, we're working on not only educating people and informing people about it and, like, how to do it, but we're also working on the technology end of things and trying to make a way to easily, you know, configure your router to portion off bandwidth safely. Okay. So that, yeah. that's a long-term project, it sounds like, but something that's in the works right now that's really, really going to make an impact on you, I think. Yeah, um, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. And, and not, not just the project. I mean, I think you're you're doing some stuff that's you know, just incredibly impactful for, um, stop it. I'm building you up here. Okay. We're going, we're, we're going in for the landing. We're going in for the landing. So I gotta, I gotta, gotta build you up here. Um, no, but seriously, like, uh, just knowing that you, again, uh, just knowing you and, and the, and the number of talents you have and, and what you could have chosen to go into. And I know you would have made an impact in, in any way, but I, I find this one to be such a, such an important one because it's so undercovered and it's so, um, it's just not in the private. It's not, you, you don't get a lot of limelight on it besides this open Pippa stuff. And I think it's going to be a lot more going down the road, but, um, there you are the same age as your organization doing some crazy work, giving everyone internet hopefully soon. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it's fun. It's been, it's been really cool to be, and it, it, you know, I'm part of an awesome team who are like, you know, everybody there is just so much smarter than me. And it's That's, it's been they awesome. They have to just, be geniuses, then. Uh, I, you know, I think they are. I, okay. and, and like, the awesome part about working with people like that is that you're just constantly learning and challenging yourself, and asking the right questions, and asking the wrong questions, and you know, but getting the right answers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I know. I get what you're saying. Um, and just continue your education. Uh, it's with the cheaper tuition, like you said earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm telling you. But anyways, thanks for joining us today, Odds. Um, really appreciate it. You're, uh, <laughs> you're a trooper for um, helping me out with this uh, video podcast. We're, we're going to try this out, uh, this new format. And um, stay tuned. Audie and I might do a little two-parter on, um, on the Google-Samsung case that just happened. Uh, the judge uh, ruled on that, giving Apple uh, a lot of money. And a lot of money. 
Samsung a not. A lot of money. <laughs> um, a lot yeah. of cash. More cash to sit on. Exactly. Um, um, we can talk about that too because <laughs> I have right, some great. ideas if I had that yeah, kind yeah. of money. Um, great, great. Perfect. <laughs> anyways, thanks for joining us. Um, everyone look out for what Audie's up to and, and keep an eye out and read his blog post. Great. Thank you so much for having me.